there, Alaskans, wherever you are, welcome to the Must Read Alaska Show. Coming to you from somewhere in Alaska. This is the place where we talk about, you guessed it, Alaska. Where we keep the mainstream media on their toes and where we are standing up for what's right in a world run by leftists. You can find out more by heading over to mustreadalaska.com and also checking out the Must Read Alaska YouTube channel for some really great content. But first, let's get this party started. Welcome, everybody, to the Must Read Alaska show. I'm your host, John Quick, coming to you live from somewhere in Alaska. I hope everybody's having a phenomenal day. It is cold, but it does not snow yet. I literally, yesterday, mowed my lawn. I've never done that in November. It's pretty exciting. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, we haven't had snow yet, at least on the Kenai Peninsula. So fingers crossed, it's kind of awesome. I think uh, yesterday was a little sunny even though it was cold. And so I'm, I'm thanking our lucky stars that uh, we still get some sun out there. So, but without further ado, we have a returning guest, Ellie, who is a phenomenal musician. She is um, making a name for herself, not only all over Alaska, but probably in the lower 48 as well. She is a force to be reckoned with, and she is coming out with a brand new song, which we will chat about and much more. So welcome to the Must Read Alaska show, Ellie. Thank you. I'm so glad to be back. Well, I'm so excited you're back. And for our listeners, um, if you have not yet checked out Ellie, you can check her out. If, you, if you're on Spotify, just Google Ellie Nelson and the Echoes. Um, I don't know if you Google stuff in Spotify, but just put it in the search bar <laughs> or put I Ellie can... Nelson in the search bar and it'll pop right up. She's got, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of streams, um, maybe, I mean, maybe a million. I, don't, I haven't kept up, but you've got a lot of streams, right? Yeah, I was going to say, um, you can type in on um, Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, Amazon Music, all the all the streaming stuff, we're on there. Um, and yeah, if you type in, um, Ellie Nelson is my name, and that was my original music before I started playing with my band, Ellie and the Echoes. So nice. you can type in either now, because our new song is out. So that's very, it's very exciting. exciting. So you got a new yeah. song out. Um, yeah, it's the first song to, with the band. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. Before we talk about the new song, tell me about how the summer went. You know, it looked like you were playing the, you know, new, new shows like every week. Um, yeah. You were out there hustling and grinding. Talk to me about how the summer went. People were receptive, I bet, to your music. Tell me a little bit about it. Yeah, 100%. Um, so it was my first summer that I would say that we were actually like, or that I was like a gigging musician. I had done a handful of shows before, um, like Music in the Park, which is a little, um, uh, they play live music every Wednesday in Soldatna. So I had done that a couple of times, um, but it was really like the first summer of grinding. And um, so me and my band, Ellie and the Echoes, which includes uh, Jack Hester and Rusty Clark, we were playing shows. It seemed like at least every week, maybe every other two or every other week. And um, it was so fun. Like our turnouts were great. Like our small community was just so supportive. And like, we had so much fun. It was a little stressful, but it was really fun. <laughs> we had a really great time. So what's the furthest place you went to in Alaska? Did you go to the chicken festival thing or did what's the farthest no, out we, didn't, we didn't make it that far this summer we went to I think our farthest show was Seward we played in fourth of July and then we made it down to Homer nice. so this next year we really want to um extend to like Anchorage and farther and um start 
Because I feel like the peninsula is like, oh, I've heard of that band. You know what I mean? But we want to start extending ourselves throughout Alaska. And it's fun to go on road trips with the boys, too. It's it's a blast. Nice. So, so you wrote it. You, you, you're coming out with a new song. Talk to me a little bit about your process of coming up with a song, writing it, coming up. You know, yeah. what's the process look like for you? And then talk to me a little bit about this new single that you guys are releasing. Right. So, um... Oh, let's see. Um, I normally have to go through something like traumatic, which is just on brand for me. (laughs) (laughs) Some kind of a feeling that I normally don't know how to deal with. And so I pick up a pen and paper and I just start writing. And a lot of time, which is it's cool now because that's how it used to be. I was responsible for, you know, putting the piano down, figuring out the different chords, like shaping out the song. But now I get to collaborate with Jack and Rusty. And so this one actually had started with a little riff that Jack was playing, just some chords. And he was like, can you write something over this? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then something had happened and I was like, perfect opportunity. So I just started writing. And um, it's really weird though, because sometimes like if I really force a song, it'll take me a month of just like re going over changing things, you know, readjusting and the songs that me and Jack specifically and Rusty have written together have been written in like 20 minutes. Like we just work really well together, which is such a blessing. It's like in, in multiple minds on a song can only make it better. Right. And so, um, it's been a really, really cool experience, but, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's basically how it goes. Something, traumatic happens we come up with some chords and then I just puke on the paper and, and we have a song for <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> so what's this new single called what's it for folks who yeah, haven't so listened to it yet it's called bad decision and it was actually released on October oh I want to say 19th um so yeah it's available on all streaming platforms um and it is nothing I have done before. Like for those of you who have not listened to my music previously, I have a lot of piano and violin. And uh, I would say it's in the pop genre for sure. But kind of like sad girl pop genre, I guess. But working with the boys now, I feel like we're like a rock band. Like this song is like, and Rusty plays a sick guitar lead, which is totally a lot of people are like, Dude, it sounds like 80s rock, which is awesome. But it's <laughs> nothing I've ever done before. Oh, yeah. Oh, who doesn't? Yeah. So, um, yeah, we've had really good um, reviews so far, which is nice. good. Because I was really nervous about coming out with something so different and not like on brand for me, if you would say. But um, people seem to really like it. So I'm stoked. Yeah. Is that is that part hard? Because it's like, I feel like, you know, when somebody writes a song, it's like similar to maybe writing a short story or a poem and everybody gets to read it, you know, and, and I'm sure people tell you what they think about it. Is that oftentimes daunting, you know, because you're, you know, the feedback is not always guaranteed positive. Right. Um, it is really scary, like putting yourself out there like that. Um, I've had enough experience now with it's, it's the same thing with getting on a stage, right. And performing, you know, it's like, you're really putting yourself out there and you're putting everything and especially lyrics that are your own. 
like stuff that me and Jack and Rusty have all wrote. It's like, that's like part of our hearts that we're like showing the world, you know what I mean? And it can be scary, but at the same time, I'm like, I know that I'm supposed to be doing this. And so it's like, I, you know, you hope for the best, but there's always going to be, I've gotten multiple, you know, uh, I, I wouldn't say multiple, but like I have experienced negative feedback just from and nobody that's like close to me or probably even in the state of Alaska, but just like trolls on, you know, TikTok or, you know, when things like a video say pops off or whatever and people are just not very nice. And um, but you kind of just have to learn to shake it off, I guess. Um, but it's definitely it is interesting to see like how things are getting bigger and how um how do I say like I feel like you're doing something right if you're getting some negative feedback does that make sense like it's like haters are gonna hate when you're doing something that's cool and getting bigger and successful so I guess that's part of the thing (laughs) so what what for you is the moment that you've like can sit back and like be like I'm doing I'm doing the right thing is it when a fan comes up to you or writes you an email to say thank you or is it for you after a show that you've you know entertained a group of folks or is it after writing you know finishing the lyrics on a song when is kind of like your oh man I'm I'm on the right path here moments for you as a musician yeah like that moment of satisfaction yeah um man there's there's so many but I think my favorite Okay, I think I got emotional last podcast, so I'm gonna try not. To. <laughs> it's it's really when kids come up to me, yeah, and they look at me like I am the and I'm not famous by any means, and they look at me like I am just the biggest star in the world, and they just love it, and they're like, Miss Ellie, like your music is just amazing. You're the most, you're the best singer in the world. I um. I played at this wedding uh, last week for my friend in um, Palm Desert in California. And um, this little girl, I guess her mom is my friend. And she went up to her mom and she goes, Ellie is better than Taylor Swift. She has the best (laughs) voice in the world. And I was like, "That it just, it's so pure and innocent and amazing. And knowing that I'm like, touching little lives in some way you know it's like oh it's so fulfilling and of course fill in the blank with getting done with the show the whole crowd just clap you know like there's a lot of different things but I love when the kids are just stoked it's it's really really cool that's awesome so what do you think um you seem to be somebody that has a lot of drive and hustle what do you think separates the folks that are successful in this business with the rest who just give up? Is it drive and hustle? Is it luck? Is it a combination? What do you think the magic formula is? Hmm. Um, I think it's got to be some kind of a combination, but um, because there are people that, you know, like try their whole lives, you know, and like maybe not, you know, get where they want to get. And, um, but it's a lot of hard work. Like it's a lot of doing it when you don't really feel like doing it and um and it's a lot of risk too like putting yourself out there like it's you know you have to have a certain level of confidence even when you don't feel like it you know like introducing myself to different venues um 
self like shamelessly self-promoting is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like oh my god it's now I feel like I'm used to it and I'm like if I'm annoying people I'm annoying people this is what I have to do you know what I mean and like like on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and whatever um but it is yeah it's a lot of it's a lot of drive um it's a lot of hard work um it always ends up worth it though so I don't really if you the original question now I already forget what you asked like what does it take to like get where you want to be right that's what you said, I think right? I, you know I think some kids think they can just you know sit in their parents basement and make some cool tiktok music things right. and then it just then they're Taylor Swift in two weeks and that's not usually what happens no it's yeah it's definitely a lot of um like practice and putting yourself out there and like not giving up even when you're like, what am I doing? You know? Um, so yeah, that's what I would say. I would say it's probably a mix of both because social media makes a huge difference. You know, there are those kids that literally make one TikTok and all of a sudden they blow up and have millions of followers. That's not my experience, but I've seen it happen, you know, but um, as far as on my end, like, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and it's, yeah, it's definitely a grind. It's, but it's, yeah, it's definitely worth it. So that's what I would say separates is like, um, yeah, just really do give it my all every time I make something or put something out on the internet or whatever. Nice. So, so yeah. how big is faith played a role in what you do? You, you, we touched base on it last time, but um, it's one of the questions that I wanted to make sure that I asked you this time is, you know, um, I think that's something that people like to maybe steer clear of these days because they don't want to be controversial or offend people or whatever. And it seemed to really touch your, at your heartstrings um, as a part of who you are. Um, is that the case with your music that you make as well? Is it, does it kind of go into that area of your creative life? Right. No, that's a good question. Um, I would say like overall, um, yeah, I don't want to, um, touch base on like certain, um, certain areas of like exactly what I believe in or what I think is right or whatever. Cause I'm actually a very open-minded spiritual person. I don't really put myself in any box necessarily. Um, but I do feel like my personal faith is like really important to me as far as, you know, I mean, my job is basically jumping out of an airplane, you know, like <laughs> as a musician, it's literally, it's, it's scary. Every time people are like, you never seem nervous. And I'm like, dude, I just threw up before that show. Like I, it's, <laughs> it is really scary. I don't know if I'll ever get over that stage fright you know but like I really do like before every show I mean I take a moment of silence in prayer and like get grounded and I'm like I need more power than I have on my own you know and um and I think that's really important for me to feel like I'm like protected and able to use my gifts the way that they're supposed to be used you know and um and I really encourage everybody to like if it's not God, if it's not the universe, if it's not whatever, you know, like finding some kind of an internal like power that feels higher than yourself to be able to use to move forward and take leaps that you don't think that you're going to be able to do on your own. And um, so, but yeah, like even this morning, I'm like, you know, reading my little devotional before I hop on here, because I'm like, I want to say what I'm supposed to be saying, like, I want to be able to, you know, 
share whatever some kind of a higher being wants me to share. And um, so, yeah, I definitely bring a level of spirituality and faith into my music. Absolutely. Um, Because on my own, I'm a kind of anxious, terrified person, which I don't think a lot of people get when they meet me or see me on stage. But it's definitely, um, I mean, which is a very human response from what I do, you know? So um, anyways, but yeah, I guess that kind of sums up that answer for me. That's awesome. So what keeps you going? What drives you? What inspires you, um, you know, to have that constant hustle and finding the next gig and doing all those things that takes a lot of work at the end of the day, what's pushing you to the next level? Cause I think, you know, there's going to be people that listen to this and hear about you for the first time go Google you and look you up and, and listen to your music and think, holy crap, this lady's music is amazing. And they're immediately going to think, well, I could never do something like that. So what inspires you to keep going? Um, that's a good question. I mean, I definitely just always wanted to like, succeed at something and feel like proud of something you know and like something that like I built and like especially now like incorporating other people too like Jack and Russ it's like we're building like and it sounds maybe dramatic but it's like I feel like we're like building this little like empire or something where it's just like I just want to keep going and see where this can go but as far as what really like drives me I mean I last podcast I talked a little bit about my past and where I come from. And, um, and I really struggled for a lot of my life and felt like such a failure, felt like such a failure. I didn't know where I was going with my life. I didn't, I thought of myself this big, you know? And, um, and so there's part of me that feels like I'm doing it for her. If that makes sense. Like I, like I deserve to do something that I'm proud of. Like I deserve to do something that I enjoy and that other people enjoy. And, um, and yeah, I mean, I feel like I have a gift and if I didn't use it, that's like such a shame, you know, cause it brings me and other people like so much people that like relate to my own struggles when I thought that I was so alone in those struggles for a long time, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot to it. And I just love it, man. Like getting on stage, like, yeah, it's scary and, um, whatever, but like, there's nothing more satisfying to me when I'm in that flow and you hear musicians talk about that flow where like nothing else exists and you are just fully free. And like, that is so special to me. Um, so I would say it's probably a combination of all of those things. Um, I definitely wasn't like prepared to answer that question. So those are just like the first couple of <laughs> things that came to my mind, but yeah. That's awesome. That's well, I, I think, say. you know, um, I, I've got to see you live. Uh, you, you played yeah. our, our show at the hardware store. And what I can tell folks is, um, you know, you made, folks listening to your music come alive. And I think that that's a very unique talent. Anybody, not anybody, but lots of people can get up there and, and, you know, sing a tune or do a, you know, a couple strings on a guitar, but I think very few can get up there and know how to inspire people. And I think that you have that in you and I, and I hope you keep, you keep going with it. That means a lot, especially because you've seen us live. Thank you. It's, It's a cool deal. 
So um, what's next for you? You got a winter coming. <laughs> Winter's coming. I know, man. Uh, when I woke up this morning to do this podcast and I looked outside, I'm like, it's still pitch black and it's 9 a.m. <laughs> like, what is happening? <laughs> what do musicians do in Alaska when it's winter <laughs> for six months? I think that's a fair question. I'll it's our first winter as a band, so I guess I'll fill you in. Um, we actually, um, anybody that's in on the peninsula or close by, we have a show tomorrow night at the Duck Inn at um, 8 p.m. It's on K Beach in Saldana. Um, and we're kind of their house band, I guess you could say. We have a residency with them. We're playing there once a month, so we at least have one gig a month throughout the winter, so that'll be good. But we're planning on um, kind of hitting the grind with recording music over the winter because this summer we didn't have a lot of time like we're sitting on a lot of music that we've created that we'd love to get into the studio and record but we haven't really had the time yeah so i think winter is kind of more for like rest reset creativity you know instead of the hustle and the bustle of the alaska summer i think me and you can both relate to that um so I'm looking forward to seeing like what we create and like what we can bring into the studio and um, and new material that we can bring out on stage too. Because a lot of time in the summer, it's like we don't have enough time in between sets to be able to come up with, you know, new songs and um, new content and stuff like that. So it'll be a good time to, um, you know, make some more music and um, come up with some new stuff for you guys. And uh, yeah, so that's, I mean, that's the plan. We definitely are going to take whatever gig you know, that comes our way. But I think our main priority is going to be recording this winter and um, coming up with some new content for the summer shows. Nice. So yeah. last question to you is this words of advice you'd have for aspiring musicians, you know, picture the high school kids or the middle school kids wanting to do something like you're doing, what kind of advice would you give to them or adults wanting to, you know, follow their dreams um and do what you're doing what kind of advice would you give to them yeah um I think a lot of people that I've talked to I'm thinking of somebody um specific that wanted to like get into the studio and they were like I just don't even know how like I've always had this dream of getting a studio and recording or you know and fill in the blank if your dream is to you know go to college or get your master's or whatever it's really like I think the last podcast, I said something cliche, like just do it anyways, <laughs> regardless of if you're scared. Um, so, and I still drive that home. It's like, you do just have to do it, but it's like, find that first step that's going to get you one step closer to what you want to do, you know? And so like, if that first step is getting into the studio, it's like, okay, well, let's figure out a song that you want to do. Okay. Next step. What call are you going to make today? That's going to be able to get you into the studio or like looking around for different, you know, recording artists and stuff like that. So really just taking it like a bite at a time. You don't need to do everything today, but like just for today, like what is one thing that I can do to get me one step closer to my goal? Um, and uh, yeah, I would say that. And like, if there's a lot of fear and doubt, which I did have in the beginning, you know, like, and we had touched base on like, my faith is a big deal, but also just like, dude, you only live once. Like if I, and I, and I think this is a big part of like why I keep doing what I'm doing too. It's like, if I was 80 years old and I looked back and I knew I had this talent and I never used it and I never did what I wanted to do, I would be so bummed out, man. Like I would be so disappointed that I never took advantage of that. Um, so yeah, that's what I would 
that's what I would say. One bite at a time, one day at a time and um, have a little bit of faith in yourself. That's awesome. Well, I, I think that advice is, is stellar. And for folks listening in, I really want to encourage you to go check out um, Ellie Nelson's Spotify and Ellie and the Echoes are on there as well. Go buy all of her songs on iTunes and download all the songs and take a listen, share them with your friends. Any last minute thoughts here, Ellie, before we head out? No, I'm just um, grateful for this podcast and that you asked me to come back. And um, I look forward to what the next few months are going to bring for Ellie and the Echoes. Awesome. Well, Ellie and the Echoes, we wish you nothing but success. Remember us when you get big and you're, you know, going to the Grammys. <laughs> so I got to say, you know, I, I think that this, the sky's the limit for you and your band. And I think that, um, you know, uh, it'll be a, a good day for Alaska when you get too big for Alaska and you got to go to the lower 48 and travel around. So I'm sure that is right around the river bend for y'all. I hope that you have a phenomenal winter recording songs and uh, your your summer tour is packed with awesome gigs and shows. So uh, for folks that listen to Must Read Alaska and you want to help keep the lights on, go to mustreadalaska.com. On the right-hand side, there's a little donate button. Every $5, $10, $100 helps keep the lights on here at Must Read Alaska. And uh, we really appreciate you coming on, Ellie Nelson. And until next time, I'm John Quick from somewhere in Alaska. Thank you. <laughs>